This program is made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries. Hey, this is Rick Renner, and today I'm still in a Russian candy shop in Moscow. Look at this amazing shop. I mean, it is filled with so many wonderful Russian-made candies, including this one. And look at it. The front of it is covered with three Russian bears. And this is actually from a painting in the Tretikov Gallery in Moscow, painted by the famous Russian painter Shishkin of these three bears. And everybody knows that painting because of the museum and because of this candy. And this candy is wonderful. You say, well, what is it? Well, it's actually a waffle that is covered with chocolate. Ugh, don't you just wish right now you could reach through that television and take a bite. It is so good. But I have another candy that I like even more, and that is the milk chocolate called Alonkin. Everybody knows it. Everybody here grew up eating this particular chocolate bar. But hey, today, I'm really not gonna be talking to you about candy. I'm gonna be talking to you about the fact that 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4 says, God has given us great and precious promises, and by them we can be partakers of the divine nature. And one of the things we've been graced to partake of is deliverance. God's power has set us free, and God wants us to be partakers of deliverance. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire strengthen and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. This is Rick Renner. And as I told you in the introduction in that Russian candy shop, today we're going to be talking about tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. And by the way, when we filmed those stand-ups, we refrained and we didn't eat any of the chocolate. But there's one piece of chocolate I really like, which is called Alonka. Look at this. In fact, we have a whole display of it here. Every Russian grew up eating alonka, and they just love it. It's milk chocolate like you've never tasted milk chocolate. And this week, we're putting one of these into every order that goes out of our office just for fun because we want you to experience Russian milk chocolate. It's really good. But we're offering you my brand new series, which is called Taste and See that the Lord is good. It's five parts and it is so encouraging and it comes with a wonderful study guide. And we're also offering you right now for the very first time in this week only, a brand new book that was given to me as a gift. And when I received it, I was so impacted by this book that I said, wow, every Christian who believes in healing needs to have a copy of this book. And it's called Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health. And in this amazing book, listen to this. In this amazing book, there are 454 verses about healing from 430 translations and 6,549 references, all having to do with healing, health, and long life. If you're a believer in healing, health, and long life, you will love this because it will really affirm scripturally everything you believe. And if you've had a question about whether God really promises healing and wholeness and long life, this book will completely convince you. It is so exhaustive 
that I believe every Christian should have a copy of this in their personal home library. You will refer to it again and again and again. But you can order all of these things by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that in every order this week, we're going to include a bar of Alonka. It's going to be fun and you're going to love it. But for those who become partners with our ministry, we always send two books as our way of saying welcome to the partner family. Partners are so important. If you're a partner, thank you for being a partner. You're helping us take the teaching of the Word of God to the ends of the earth. And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you two books as our way of saying welcome to our family. First, we're going to send you Life in the Combat Zone. The subtitle says How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the Midst of Difficult Situations. And the second book is The Gift of Forgiveness by Denise. And again, we always send these two books to anyone who joins our partner family. But hey, reach for your Bible. And today we're going to see that we are partakers of divine deliverance. Say amen. But we're going to begin with our theme verse, which is Psalm 34, verse 8, which says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And my friends, the Lord is good. We are to taste him. We are to experience him. And the second part of the verse says, blessed is the man that trusteth in him. That word trusteth has to do with faith. If you want to taste and see that the Lord is good, you've got to use your faith because your faith will unlock the goodness of God in your life. But we saw yesterday in 2 Peter 1 verse 3, Peter wrote, according as his divine power has given unto us all things, all things in Greek is ta panta. The word ta refers to many things. The word pan is all-inclusive. The word ta at the end of it refers to many things. It's what things, how many things, oh, so many things have been given unto us that pertain unto life and godliness. The word pertain in Greek is the word pros. A better translation would be that touch life and godliness that have to do with life and godliness. And here we find that God's promises are not just about heaven. God has given us everything, so many things. Well, what a list of things God has given to us that pertain to life and godliness. And that word life, the Greek word zoane, refers to physical life and a life filled with gusto and zest, which means God really wants you to have an abundant life and he's given you everything you need to have an abundant life. And then it tells us how we experience these things through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto power and virtue. All of God's promises are locked up and as you open the door and begin to study the Word of God and dive deep, all of the promises of God and everything He has provided for life and godliness begin to cascade into our lives. But the verse also importantly says, and I want to point this out again today, who hath called us unto power and virtue. And the word unto in Greek is very different. A better translation would be, He has called us by His own personal power, and it refers to God's initiative and power to carry it all out. God himself initiated the glorious plan of salvation in our life. He has the power to carry it out. And notice it says, unto power and virtue. Let's look at that word virtue for a moment. This is going to lead us to the subject of divine deliverance. The word virtue, the Greek word arete. The word arete describes excellence, but it's related to the word aren, which refers to manliness. You might say, what does this have to do with God? I'm going to explain it to you in just a moment. It's likely derived from the word hiero, which means to lift, 
But as the word Aaron, it pictures the strength to lift something. As arete, it pictures one's excellent strength. And here we find a picture of God's mighty muscular ability to lift one from a place of destruction to a place of Sonship. We're talking about divine deliverance. God's mighty muscular power was involved in your salvation. God put forth his excellence and his virtue in order to raise you from a place of destruction and to elevate you to a place of sonship. And then when you come to 2 Peter 1, 4, it says, whereby are given unto us. And the word given is a form of the Greek word didomi, which means to give to bestow as a gift or to give to one who is asking. So you've got to be asking. And if you'll ask, God will bestow all these things to you. It also means to supply, to fully furnish, to commit, to entrust, or to give into one's care. And here it is past tense, which means God has given to us all of his great and precious promises. He has entrusted them to us. He expects us to maintain them. And all of this is past tense, which means it really happened when Jesus died on the cross and the day we said yes to the Lordship of Jesus. And this verse says they're given unto us. And there's no mistake. The Greek literally means directly to us, not to someone else. The verse is talking to you. And what has he given us? Exceeding great and precious promises. Exceeding great and precious promises in Greek has a definite article with the word timia and the word magista. The word timia means dear, honored, and of great price, precious, and valued, while magista depicts something great as in something so great that words are not adequate to describe it. It has a definite article ta, which adds force, and here we find it means dear, honored, precious, valued promises so magnificent that words cannot describe them. That's what God has given to us. That's what God has given to you. And the word promises is plural. My friends, God has given to you so many promises. And why did he give them? That by these, you might be partakers of the divine nature. The word that is the word Hannah. It points to a conclusion in order that by these great and precious promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature. And the word partakers is a form of the Greek word koinonos. And listen to this. It describes those that are sharers, partakers, or something commonly shared and possessed. It depicts joint participation. It was used to depict marriage, family, or joint family property. Here, it pictures a divine nature that is commonly shared between Christ and his people. That's what the verse says. And the words divine nature are also very important. The word divine really denotes that which is divine as opposed to that which is human. And the word nature is the word phusis, which is the word nature as in human nature. And normally it would depict the instinctive behaviors and characteristics that accompany human nature. But here it's describing a divine nature which was given to us in the new birth, which means within us, we really do have a divine nature. We're partakers with the divine nature. And my friends, we saw in these verses that God put forth his power to lift us out of a place of bondage and destruction into a place of sonship. 
That's divine deliverance. So now let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, where the Apostle Paul describes this moment of divine deliverance that we are to partake in. Listen to what he says. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We could just stop and shout right there. Look at this verse. Who hath delivered us? That word delivered is the Greek word ruomai. The word ruomai means to rescue. So you could translate, he has rescued us. It means to snatch from danger. So you could translate it, he has snatched us from danger. It literally means to deliver or to rescue someone from danger or oppression and particularly means to snatch someone just in the nick of time. To rescue, to snatch from danger, to deliver. It depicts removing someone from danger or oppression and again carries the idea of snatching them just in the nick of time. And it tells us that when Jesus came to the earth, he came on a divine rescue mission. He came to snatch us out of the enemy's domain and he did it just in the nick of time. Say amen to that. But it says he delivered us from the power of darkness. And in Greek, the word from is the Greek word ek, which means out of, from, and it's where we get the word for an exit. The power of God enabled us to exit from the power of darkness. The word power here is the Greek word exousias, which describes authority, control, dominion, influence, and power, which means before we got saved, we were under the authority, the control, the dominion, the influence, and the power of darkness, but God's power made a way for us to exit from it, from the power of darkness. And the word darkness is the Greek word skotas, which is darkness and everything connected with darkness. And then God is so good, he translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And the word translated means to leave one place and to enter into a brand new place. When we got saved and called Jesus the Lord of our life, we literally made an exit from the control of darkness and entered into the kingdom of God's dear son. And all of this was done because of the blood of Jesus. That's what we read in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 where Paul writes, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. The words we have are the Greek word echomen. It's from the word echo which means to have, to hold, or to possess. You could translate it in him. We have, we hold, and we possess redemption. And the word redemption is the Greek word apolutrosis, which means to be released by payment, to purchase back again. And it was specifically used for purchasing a slave out of the slave market. So I want to read to you from pages 81 in my book, which is called Dress to Kill. And by the way, if you don't have Dress to Kill, this is a book that you ought to have. But listen to this. The slave market was a dreadful and deplorable place. Such places should have never been permitted. Human beings were paraded in front of potential buyers and were then placed on trading blocks where they were auctioned off like animals, old furniture, or unwanted junk. The slave's value was determined primarily by the condition of their teeth. If they had good teeth, 
they were probably in good shape and were therefore more expensive. If they had rotten teeth, they probably could be bought rather cheaply. So before the nauseating process of buying, selling, and trading human debris began, potential buyers were allowed to check out the merchandise. The slaves' heads were shoved up and backwards, their mouths were forcibly jerked open, and their teeth were inspected to see if they were rotten or in fairly good shape. As if this wasn't inhumane and degrading enough, slave-buying customers were also encouraged to kick and hit the merchandise in order to determine the slave's level of physical fitness. To discover the slave's temperament, buyers slapped them, cursed at them, and spat in their faces. If a slave could swallow his pride and grit his teeth and hold his temper during such humiliating abuse, the buyer assumed he could be used to the point of abuse without giving his owner any kind of trouble. In short, slaves had no personal worth. They were viewed to be no better than animals, and according to the thinking of the day, they were just another kind of workhorse that had no real human value. Their only purpose in the world was to serve the demands of their current owners and what they exacted of them. Now listen to this on page 84. Like slaves in the slave market, we, that's us before we were saved, stood helpless before the devil as he slapped our lives around, hitting us, kicking us, spitting on us, and abusing us in every imaginable way possible. Our slave owner, the devil, tried to damage our self-image, kill our bodies with various kinds of sin and vices, and mar us emotionally. And when he was finished using one form of bondage and death on us, he would place us back on the trading block to be auctioned off again, and soon another form of bondage would overtake us and begin to make its own destructive marks on our lives. Thus, we were passed from one bondage to the next in a never-ending cycle of defeat. Each day we lived, whether we were aware of it or not, this hellish ownership took us further downward and even deeper into the captivity of sin and total depravity. Lock, stock, and barrel from the inside out, from the beginning to the end, every inch from head to toe, backward and forward and up to the brim was controlled by the enemy and darkness. This means that prior to our salvation, we were swallowed up in the will of Satan. Our prior slavery to the devil was so deep-seated that our nature became intrinsically meshed together with the seed of rebellion, which is at the very core of Satan's nature. And rebellion against God ran so deep in our blood and became so ingrained in our human disposition that eventually the gulf between God and us was so vast that the scripture declares in Colossians 1.21, we became alienated and in enemies in our minds through wicked works. Now, my friends, that's pretty serious, but that's not who we are now because Ephesians 1, 7 says, in whom we have redemption. We have been set free because of the blood of Jesus in whom we have redemption. We've been purchased out of that hideous Satan slave market through his blood. The word through in Greek is the word dia. It describes the agency or instrumentality by which our deliverance took place. It was through the agency and through the instrumentality of the blood of Jesus, and we received the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Now stop for a moment and listen. This word forgiveness is so wonderful. There's so much more in the word forgiveness than most people realize. It is the Greek word aphiemi. Aphiemi. 
It means to forgive, to permanently dismiss, to permanently dismiss, to release completely, to set free or to let go, to discharge, to send away, to liberate forever. It means to forfeit one's right to ever bring it up again, and it is used in the New Testament in reference to canceling a debt or releasing someone from the obligation of a contract, a commitment, or a promise. To forfeit any right to hold a person captive to a previous commitment or wrong that he has committed or to irretrievably remove. God has irretrievably removed every sin you ever committed that is under the blood of Jesus. And then Paul adds, according to the riches of his grace. The word according to in Greek is the word kata. It is a preposition which can be translated according to, but it carries the idea of a force that is dominating, subjugating, and here we find that today we're dominated, we're subjugated by the riches of his grace. My friends, we have received divine deliverance. And God intends for us to be a partaker of it and to enjoy our new freedom. Jesus came into the world, which was Satan's slave market. He saw us on the auction block. He said, I want that slave. He paid the price with his own blood and he delivered us. The Greek word rulmai. He snatched us just in the nick of time out. The word out, the Greek word ek. He enabled us to make an exit from that market out from the power of darkness. We left the control and the dominion of darkness and we have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And God really intends for us to partake of and to enjoy our freedom and our deliverance. I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you. Everyone loves sweets, like candy, cookies, and other goodies. But the Bible says we are to taste and see that the Lord is good. One taste of the Lord's goodness, and you'll learn that there's nothing sweeter in the world than Jesus and the benefits He has provided for His children. In this five-part series, Taste and See That the Lord is Good, Rick Renner covers five things that God has done for you and helps you to know how to enjoy and experience them regularly in life. In this series, Rick wants you to know that we are partakers of divine sonship, divine nature, divine deliverance, divine healing, divine provision. This series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition, we're also offering Dr. Chip Beaulieu's book, Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health for only $35. Rick says, this is the most comprehensive book I've ever seen on the subject of healing, health, and long life. This book so impacted me that I wish every viewer had a copy of it for their personal library. I'm certain God will use this book in a dramatic way to strengthen people's faith for healing, health, and long life. This 459-page hardback book is a treasure that you and your loved ones will cherish and use for years to come. And with each paid order, you'll receive a delectable bar of Russian chocolate, a favorite in many homes. Don't miss this special offer, the five-part series, Taste and See That the Lord is Good, and the book, Our Healing Covenant. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner, and today I am standing in the foyer of Rick Renner Ministries in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I just wish I could pick you up and bring you here to see all the wonderful ministry that is happening in this facility where we receive thousands and thousands of phone calls 
from people just like you who reach out to us for prayer and for teaching they can trust. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many, and we know that's our job. Our job is to feed many. And I wanna say thank you to you for everything you've helped us do with your giving. You helped us construct our studio, purchase this building, and now in phase three of our ministry expansion program, we're wanting to pave this facility off so we can liberate all that money to take the teaching of the Bible around the world on additional channels and venues. And by being a part of our giving team, you can really help us make this happen. If you're not already a part of our giving team, please pray about joining us. And together we can join hands and through teaching of the Bible and by ministering to people that reach out to us and by sending teaching products around the world, we can really change people's lives. And it's amazing to me that today it's never been easier to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. You know, today as I was teaching, you may have thought, well, if I've really experienced deliverance, then why am I dealing with so many hangups in my life? And how can I be set free right now? Well, I cover all of that in my book, which is called Dress to Kill. If you don't have Dress to Kill, please go online or give us a call so you can order your copy today. But right now, we're offering you the full series, which is called Taste and See that the Lord is Good. God wants you to experience all of His goodness. Please order this five-part series, which comes with a wonderful study guide. And remember that right now we're also offering you, the first time ever, the book which is called Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health. You will be so glad you ordered this book because it will reinforce everything you've been taught and everything you believe about healing, wholeness, and long life. And please remember that this week only, just for fun, we decided to throw in a Russian candy bar called Alonka into every order that goes out of our office. You will really enjoy this. And hey, when you eat it, think about us living in Russia and pray for us. And while we're talking about prayer, if you need prayer, reach out to us. You can call us right now or send us an email. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to release our faith and Jesus is going to do something wonderful for you. But I want to pray for you right now. Father, we thank you that you've called us to be partakers of the divine nature. And part of that is partaking of the freedom and the deliverance which belongs to us in Christ. I speak freedom to my friend. My friend, you've already received it in Christ. Now I pray through the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus, you will step into and begin to enjoy the freedom that belongs to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, but please remember Ecclesiastes 8.4. It says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Hey friends, we're coming to an area near you and we want to invite you to come to one of our meetings. Sunday, February 5th, we're going to Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs and we will be with pastors Mark and Linda Coward. Then on Sunday, February 12th, we're going to be at Legacy Church with Pastor Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Then on Thursday, February 16th, Denise is having a women's meeting at the Stony Creek Hotel in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. 
on Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, we're going to be at the Living Word Christian Center with Pastor Mac Hammond in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And on Sunday, February 26th, we're going to be at Faith Family Church with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But please go to our website to affirm all these times and all these dates, and we look forward to seeing you there. was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.